This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com. More than just an online journal or clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com. Shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com. Defenders of the true school. What it is and what it do, this your boy Lawrence G. And this is your boy Joey Burnham. This is Jonathan Crane. And this is the, the Grown, Grown Ass, Ass Man, Man Hip Hop Show, where we talk about love, life, hip hop, and grown man shit. And everything in between. My Nikas. What's up? Man? I got What's two up? Nikas in here. I got a return Nika. My Nika. Jonathan Crane. What's crackalacking? Yeah, just existing in this world, man. That's what's up. Joey of Burnham. Chaos. That's what it is. Joey Burnham. How was your week, man? Uh, I had a decent week just relaxing and listening to Beast trying to put a project together. Yeah, man, we um finna bust you niggas over the head. Uh, we are officially in Fourth Coast Media point two mode on you niggas. <laughs> but you know that's a conversation for another day. You have been warned. Jonathan Crane, how was your week, man? I cut fruit in the back room. Next question. Sounds like a great week. Cutting fruit in the back room. So, um, Colin Kaepernick, people, white people, people, national anthem. Let me ask you guys a question. This is an observation that I've made that everyone else in the world has made. Why is it, uh, Joey Burnham and Jonathan Crane, the master of fear, that whenever a black man stands up and says, hey, something isn't right, and I'm going to take a stand for it, white people go, you shouldn't be doing that. But if a white man stands up and says, hey, something isn't right, and I'm not going to stand for it, it's like, yay, white guy. I don't think that's the case. I don't think I think white people don't like how he did it. How did he do? Have you seen the press conference? Like for now he would have got he would have got flack for standing up for black people regardless. But the fact that he did it during America's pastime, the fact that he didn't stand up for the national anthem, that pisses white America off or some people in white America off more. Than anything else he could have did like if he just would have went marching or if he would have made the same statement on another platform they would have been mad but not as mad he took their thing and made it a social issue then i've even heard people who don't have a problem with him or what he did they just feel like i agree with you but football should be left to its own devices football shouldn't be the place you make that political statement that's where you escape from that political shit is through football. Um, but yeah. What, well, what let me you, let me let me say this. I think that uh, millions of people in America watch football on a weekly basis. We are full on in September, early September, first of September. We are full on into football season. That is the perfect time to use your platform to make a stand and say something and, and say, hey, you know, with some stuff that's going on wrong now. And, and, and I'm going to, you know, use my platform to stand up and say something about it. The thing that irritated me about the situation is how everything he said got misconstrued, how all of a sudden, just because he did not stand up for the national anthem, number one, he became unpatriotic. Number two, he said something against the uh, it, it was a, 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 a how can I say it was a affront a to the military and it was uh, disrespectful to the country. But, you know, they did the same thing with Gabby Douglas when she didn't put her hand over her heart for the national anthem. Uh, number one, you don't have to put your hand over your heart for the national anthem. That's the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> so you know that 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 that's the first thing. Secondly, I totally agree with what you said. If you look at the national, if you look at the press conference, there are injustices going on that the national anthem speaks to, even that the Pledge of Allegiance speaks to. And if everybody in the country is not receiving those same rights, then somebody should take a stance. And it, 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 it should be somebody who has the guts to big enough to do it. I mean, Colin Kaepernick that went full on Black Panther mode. His afro is huge as hell. Like, I didn't even know this dude's afro until it's like overnight he just became like a Black Panther. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So 
I think that is the perfect platform to say it. And I think that in order to make things happen, you have to ruffle some feathers. You have to do it on a place that doesn't, if that's not comfortable for everybody, that's uncomfortable for everybody. So that you can actually say, hey, these issues are real. These issues are happening. And I'm going to use this uncomfortable place or this familiar place to make some shit happen. Yeah, I agree with Joey Burnham in the way that he mentioned uh, why people are are kind of uncomfortable or angry about it is because they rather sit in their box and just say, I want to watch my football now. Now you're interrupting my football, the marches and everything that you're talking about. They want it. They want that to continue. But that's kind of out of their line of sight. When it's out of their line of sight, they're okay with it. That's they're the problem with, with America, though. Everything is out of is is yeah. is out of people's line of sight. It, you know what I'm saying? It's like what's going on right now in the country. Shit, we nobody should be dehumanized. Yeah, but that you know, that's, I mean, that's just why that's just why they're uncomfortable. Basically, I mean, no, no matter what's going on in America right now, no human being should be desensitized to it. Is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You can become desensitized. Um, the, the pledges, the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, or the national anthem, actually has a third verse. Yeah, that most people forget, or most people have kind of pushed aside, and it has something to do with um, the American patriots or whatever criticizing the British for taking in slaves. Right, right. And that was so they said, "Nah, that's a bit inappropriate. We don't want any part of that. We don't want any part of that yeah, third verse." Yeah, they, so maybe. Maybe okay. They actually let, celebrated the death of the slaves that went over to join the British in that third verse. Yes, basically like ha ha. And if you went over there, you got what you deserved. Yeah, something about spilled blood or right. something like that. But yeah, okay. So why don't they sing that part then? If, if the national anthem's so great, and then the hilarious thing, the the thing that always made me laugh was the fact that these same exact people. They really don't love veterans. They talk about, oh, well, you're, you're disrespecting the veterans of this country by supporting Colin. Like, well, but what about I believe that there was supposed to be some sort of bill that um, they I believe it was shot down like in Congress or shot down. Um, it was supposed to it was created to support veterans coming home from the Iraq war and nobody supported that. People don't people don't donate to wounded warriors. They talk right. about all of this American. My American flag is true, but nobody ever donates money. People these people can't find jobs. They go over there. They do all of this extremely fucked up shit, but they come home and they're broken and they can't find work. People aren't willing to hire them. Right. But, but right. America love we love. But w what about actually? OK, fine. What America them. loves. Let's just be honest and truthfully. What America loves is the fact that they don't have to go to war. That's what America loves. America loves the fact that they know that they can be safe in their house and somebody else can take all the risk. That's what America loves. America doesn't really give a fuck about veterans. America gives a fuck about safety and comfort. That's what America is all about. Because the war is a very inhumane thing. When you think about what happens to men and women when they go to PTSD, Agent Orange, like th things that have happened throughout the decades of, I mean, people with missing limbs, War is not a glorious thing at all. And for for somebody to sit up there and say, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick is disrespecting the veterans by what he's doing. The issue is not about veterans. Colin Kaepernick never said fuck veterans. He never said I'm doing this because of veterans. He never said I'm doing this because veterans are killing people in the street or veterans. He never he never yeah. made a statement about that at all. People have, have put a lot of things on him that it, they're just really they're really not associated with them. Like, for example, Jerry Rice, who is a legendary receiver, maybe the greatest receiver in NFL history and a, a former 49er or he's always going to be a 49 49er um, in many people's hearts. This guy made this comment, like, I think during the last week over Twitter. He didn't call Colin Kaepernick. He wasn't a big brother figure. He wasn't like, hey, let me talk to Colin. Let me let me have a conversation with him and figure out what's going on. And, you know, then I can discuss with him and say, you know what? Why don't we do this? Why don't we host this? Why don't we talk about it on this level? Right. He didn't play the big Doesn't brother. Doesn't he work for ESPN? I I haven't seen oh, him on recently. Access but. to ESPN. Couldn't, couldn't he have not? Use his name and platform to go take him on ESPN at 49 and 49 and say, what's going on, Colin? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this dude could be the starting quarterback. He maybe Blaine Gabbard has kind of come on, but this guy's supposed to he's other than Joe Montana and Steve Young. Right. You know, and he may be even bigger than them. He's Jerry fucking Rice. Right. So for him to um so for him to do this it's awfully it's really coonish it's really some it's really on a like a buffoon level that he's decided to um he's decided to do this to to come out and speak again and then align him with something saying that you know what all lives matter wow. he actually said all lives matter let me, let me and i don't even think colin segue. kaepernick is associated with black lives no matter, not at right? all let me let me let's 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 talk about the all lives matter white lives matter movement for a second joey burnham um don't you think it's funny that all lives didn't matter until black people said black lives matter yeah that's funny but let me let me go back a little bit with this whole callen kaepernick thing excuse me joe's got a lot of vagina packed up in his throat a lot of hairballs a lot of uh coochie juice juice in my throat but with this whole Callan Kaepernick thing <laughs> he um do I Joey Burnham agree with what he said and what he is doing I totally agree with it right. because I believe that if all black people if all people who disagree with injustice black white biracial don't matter if you if you disagree with injustice then you, you, need, you need to use platforms, uh, the platforms that you're given, to make some noise. Right. Whether it's football, basketball, baseball, your job, whatever platform you have, you need to use that. Can a porn star make to, a it, 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 social You can make some social comment on uh, uh, a porn platform. Movement forward if you... Cause, so, you know, but, but my point is this. My, my point is this. So I agree with, I agree with what he did. Now, playing devil's advocate, I can see why some Americans disagree with Fuck what he some did. Americans. There was nothing wrong with what he <laughs> but did. But, I mean, let's, let's, you got to think outside the box. I agree with what he did. Right. But if you play devil's advocate and ask yourself, well, why would some people find that offensive? Again, some people don't want politics involved with their escapism, in this case football. Some people feel like no matter what's going on, represent your country and don't disrespect your country you don't have to agree with your country but ride for your country and they feel like that was a very some people feel like that was a very traitor move on his part and who is this this gorgeous analyst chick lauren a what's her name that is that white chick who um tore into colin kaepernick you told me about this jonathan crane yeah, Tommy, uh, Tammy, Lauren, oh, Tommy Lauren, Tommy Lauren. Oh, that, that. Oh my! Like this twenty-four-year-old, this twenty-four-year-old baby chick who's just—they just stuck on a conservative network. They they plucked her from obscurity, and they were just like, "Hey, you know, she's pretty. <laughs> Let's just put her on television." Let's talk about Tommy Lauren for a minute. I got a couple of things I want to say. Uh, 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 you know, I got a couple of uh, responses to what you said, but Tommy Lauren. I don't take that broad serious for nothing. I think that she's hustling. I think that um, she's taking advantage of, number one, she's taking advantage of her beauty. I think that she's very smart. I think that she saw a lane. No, no, I'll tell you why I think she's smart. You may disagree, but I'll tell you why I think she's smart. She is smart. Because she saw a lane where she could make some money. She saw the Fox News lane wide open and, and said, hey, I can. I'm young. I'm pretty. I can get in here and I can say some outlandish shit, and I can get some ignorant ass people to roll with me. Tommy Lauren make that whole situation a, a black and white issue. It's not a black and white issue. That that lady is probably one of the most ill informed people I've ever seen. Now she's she says she's not a journalist. She's a commentator, so she has every right to commentate. But if you're going to commentate and talk about the situation wrong and mislead the people who think you are doing journalism in the wrong direction, then you 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 you're doing more harm than you're doing good. You're, as a matter of fact, I don't even I can't even say Tommy Lauren is doing any good at all. She's an idiot, a very pretty idiot. Well, 
I think, she's and I think that she should get on. Inter- in, I think that her best chance to be successful is to get an interracial porn. Boom, <laughs> sexist. I, I I think she's pretty. I I actually think she's smart, and I think she's good at what she does. I just agree and disagree uh, with some stuff that she said. She said that this America is a great country. Yeah, I agree with that. And she said America's not perfect. I agree with that. I agree with that. She said that Callan Kaepernick, your um, parents. A mixed couple abandon you and you are adopted by white people if white people are so bad true that fact is true but my thing is this just because he has white parents doesn't mean he won't get treated like a biracial child or a black child let's let's just having white let, let me finish go ahead yeah he has white parents and he loves his white parents but by standing up for people that get shat upon shat that doesn't mean he doesn't like his white parents you understand what i'm saying and on top of that no matter how white his parents are he's biracial so he's going to get treated like a biracial person he's going to get treated like a nigga which ain't always he good or like he's going to get treated like a nigga negro so how he's his he's going to get treated unfavorably in some situations Regardless of because nobody right now, nobody, nobody in this situation is saying, ah, maybe Colin's half right because maybe, maybe there's something, maybe he's half right, maybe he's half wrong, maybe we should agree with the white side. And that's, and that's all. And the police ain't finna say, oh, we're just gonna shoot half your body up, they're gonna fuck all of him up. Yep. And, um, what else did she say? Now, she said, Maybe you should worry about problems in the black community because black dropout rates are high and crime is high in the black community. I agree with that. And in that sense, she's right. You need to concentrate on that as much as you need to concentrate on what he sat down for. It's ironic that he 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 sat down to stand up for something. That's like a real metaphorical thing. That's some cool shit. Um so she made some points that she I agree no with. Fucking points. Fuck Tommy Lauren. Well, this is me because I, I like to Fuck look Tommy at. Lauren. I like. She's an idiot. What Joey Burnham likes to do. She's I like an to instigator be fair. and an idiot. Well, let me finish. She ain't fair. You keep cutting she ain't me fair off. To us. You keep you keep cutting me off. Let me finish. Because she's on some bullshit. You okay. co-signing okay. her bullshit. Chill, 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 chill. I'm not co-signing her bullshit. This is what I'm saying. I disagree with the majority of what she said. She has some points in there where I agree with, but the majority of what she She's said, two. I, okay, America is great and America is not perfect. Everything after those two lines is bullshit. And, and the fact that black people, stick. okay, and the fact that black people got some shit they need to work on, okay, yeah, but that's none of her fucking business. But she's not, she's not helping black people. I'm not taking their problems. So that's, what wait the fuck minute, does she have to do about the shit? Don't fight she, me. I'm, I'm not, not fighting you. Side. What I'm saying is she's stirring up more problems for black people. She's actually helping white people further uh, 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 put their uh, stereotypical thinking in cement. She, yeah, she's right. Those niggers do have problems of their own. She sounded. That's how that's how that's how Trump supporters sound to me. They wave they wave their finger and they're, that's right. You tell them, Tommy, because, you know. She um, I agree with Callan Kaepernick, and I porn. think I agree with Callan Kaepernick, and I think he should have sat down uh, in order to stand up for his rights and yeah. everybody else's rights. And I disagree with everything she said. She has some points that I fuck with, but overall, so she you, sounded very racist. Are you one of those people that say? Uh, when 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 the whole police shootings come up, Black Lives Matter come up, are you one of those people that say, "Well, we got black on black crime to deal with in our own community"? Do you bring that shit up in the middle of that argument? I, I'll bring that up just as much as I'll bring up white people killing us. I'm the guy to say this, man. I'm tired of these white folk killing us, but I'm also tired of these niggas killing us. I don't see shit one sided. I'm a fair I don't, person. I don't, I don't think that view is one sided. I think that that view. The black on black crime situation is an internal situation that we need to deal with that we've been dealing with. Yes. And the white the, on black is an issue that we need to deal with. The white on black, the, the police on the police on black is an issue that we need to deal with, but it's it's 
it's more of a community situation. It's more of an outside situation. It's a situation where people need to see what we've been going through, excuse me, since before the civil hell since slavery if you really want to be honest with it if you really want to take it there and be truthful i think that when you bring up the black on black crime situation you do a justice to what's going on socially and what's been going on with us socially between the police since before since slavery since runaway slaves well yeah and i think that and i think that it, it it it's almost like to me, it's the black version of All Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? It's, to me, it's that. To me, it's like, oh, when you talk about police brutality, it's like, oh, well, we've been killing black-on-black crime. Yeah, but that, but let's, we need to deal with that, too. But don't do that now. Don't, don't, don't do that now. That, that's, don't do that now. You, you messing things. Don't do that now. Now, my question is, when Callan Kaepernick, uh, uh, with his afro out, Said that nigga he got said, a hell of a blowout, kid boy. I tell yeah, you. he does, he does. But when he basically said that I'm gonna continue to sit down, I'm paraphrasing. When the anthem is played until this country learns how to treat people, I'm paraphrasing. Right, he right, says right. something to that effect. Um, till we all are, till we all have the same kind of justice. When he said that, what did you take it as? Because apparently there are some people who took it as fuck white America. No, I didn't take it as but how did, Okay, but how did you take it? I took question. it as damn right because we're not all getting the same kind of justice. Okay. Uh, murder is murder, period. If I, if, if I shoot one of y'all right now, um, I'm going to jail. If I, shoot, if I shoot anybody right now, I'm going. the police are going to come and get me and go to jail. No ifs, ands, buts about it. I will be found guilty. If the police shoot me right now, I'm dead. They get off nine times out of ten. They get suspended with pay. Suspended with pay is not a punishment. It's a vacation. It's not. It, 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 it's not some shit you go home and think about. It's like, oh well, yeah, I had to do what I had to do in the line of duty. <laughs> Come on, kids, I'm off work. Let's go to Disneyland. It's that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's not justice. That's not if we're not. We all love to say growing up, yo, you know, you heard that phrase. I tell my daughter this all the time. Life ain't fair. No, life is not fair. But America marketed marketed themselves on being fair and being for everybody. Now we know that's all bullshit and it's not true, but that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I kind of agree with both of you. I agree with both of you on levels. I can understand what Joey Burnham is saying and I can understand what you're saying. Um, but uh, if you really think do, wait, about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Do you agree with me that Tommy Lauren or Lauren, how do you say her name? I think it's Tor- Tommy Lauren. I Tommy think. Lauren or however you say her name. Do you agree with me that she should be in porn? Do I think she should be in pornography? Um, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure she already is. I, I, or she I, has. I'm just waiting I, for that I video she's to come. All, up. She's already done all of the type of stuff. Most of those those chicks, like the Ann Coulters and all those types of females, that's they kind of you know they they talk big about you know what they're talking about, and then you know behind closed doors, and then you, you can see them on blackdick.com, bbc.com, <laughs> exactly. And I'm not talking about British broadcast uh, channel, but. But like uh, one thing I wanted to uh, talk about was just just the team aspect of this, like just talking about the San Francisco 49ers. Right, right, right. <laughs> they must be sitting around right now like this is a fucking nightmare because I don't I don't even know. Like everybody's just some scenarios I wanted to paint. Like what if what if Colin? OK, let's say he wins the job. He wins the job. So they start winning. They They play well. I don't think. They're going to play very well this year. They kind of had a lot of issues. They've had a lot of issues in the past couple of years, but um, they're on prime time. They, hey, that's what's going to happen if you if you win. You know, you get picked up 
you know, Monday night television. I'm pretty sure they're on Monday night television at least once. Right, That's when right. everything's going to become. I a, would imagine that, a real, that the profile will go up a little bit more with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be a circus of just all just circus. All, right, that's the circus within just by itself. Forget football. It's just like I so, can see I can see the cameras now going. Is he going to stand up this week? There's also that that whole situation where you're thinking if you're a teammate, you're just kind of like fuck. Like, but you know the police. One one um one teammate has stood has began to do the exact same thing. Eric Reed. Oh, his uh a safety. I think it started to. He also sits. That's so what's up. it depends, That's what's up. but it is kind of weird that only one other guy. Did, did you read it? that report about the police, the San, uh, San Francisco Police Department that normally patrols and does security for the stadium? That that if they had a controversy with his socks when he when that first yeah. initial press conference came out, like like maybe a day or two, maybe three days later. You know how you you know once you become high profile, they start to look for anything to nitpick. Well, he was wearing a pair of socks that had pigs on them. They were police officers dressed like, you know, the whole pig analogy with police. And this morning um, I saw, it might came out maybe Thursday or Friday, but I saw where, you know, the police officer said that if he doesn't stop doing what he's doing, we're not going to secure the stadium anymore. Okay, okay. And I think they've, they might have signed a petition to start doing that or something like they that. They said something similar with Beyonce. And and the this is the hilarious part about that. Um you're supposed to protect and serve, but you're kind of proving you're kind of proving a point that no matter what, as a police officer, no matter what someone, the the suspect or or the citizen that you're supposed to be protecting, even if they they may be racist, they may they may, may be the worst person in the world. But as a police officer, you take an oath to protect the community. Right. You're supposed to be neutral. Beyonce makes a video, right? She makes a video and she's asking the police to stop. Stop killing us. She's making these political statements. Whether you agree with it or not, they decided that, hey, we're not going to we won't provide security for your concert, which there are so many people. They're like 20,000 people. What's let's say something happens. There's no security. People die. Kids die. Right. All because you want to make your political statement, because, like I said, you took an oath. But now this person is not supposed to have an opinion. But you will. You will, however, provide security. For the Ku Klux Klan, when they march up and down, oh, the white lives, the white lives matter movement that happened, they had police there. All these people have have police. When they stood that, up in front of the NAACP, group. the white the police stood there and made sure because the what happened was what happened was when White Lives Matter showed up to the NAACP headquarters, I think in South Carolina, North Carolina, somewhere they showed. I don't know the exact place, but I know when they showed up there. The police showed up to protect them because Black Lives Matter people started showing up. So it's like we have to pro- we have to protect. <laughs> Are you serious? We, we have to protect them. We have to protect the white people who will run the country. Yeah, but the K. This is an actual hate group. Right. This, they're not considered to be a terrorist organization, but all of the things that they've done historically, despite their modern version, like the modern mask that they're wearing, of what they are. Um, you know, David Duke changed a lot of things as far as how they their whole wording and they don't come out and say that they like they don't we don't talk about hating niggers anymore. Now. We, now we just say we want separation. That's all we want. We want to go to our homes and we want to be safe and we want to separate. That's, um, so they kind of change the way that they say everything. Now. What about but, white flight? Oh, Wasn't yeah. white flight the biggest form of separation? Oh, and, yeah, and, and exactly. I, quite technically. Let, let me t- let but me give just, you guys just a scenario. Think- Hold on, let me take let me give you a scenario right quick. You know what I think every time I see a white person jogging, rob him. I used to, but I I've I've, <laughs> I've I've since put that down. Um, I don't run with those circles anymore. I've changed a lot. I'm uh, as Joe called it. I'm domesticated now. I I'm a doggy daddy. I can't take certain risks. <laughs> so um, but um, whenever I see a white person jogging, I always think to myself. Are they training for something? Like one day, is there going to be like a ship that comes and like with all the aerospace technology that we're going, you know, we got, we got, you know, uh, uh, rovers going to Mars and there was news that they found an Earth-like planet, you know, uh, uh, last week. Um, I, I think that white saying, people are saying training. The white, the white ship is leaving soon? Yes, I think that white people are training to go to an Earth well, there'll just be nothing like they're, they're they're getting ready to make the ultimate white flight move. Outer space. 
and they're going to leave Negroes here. Okay. Okay, that sounds that sounds And then uh, the, earth, the whole damn earth will be a ghetto. Cuz you know what happens when black people move into white neighborhoods. First comes Negroes, then comes crack. And it's all downhill from there. And the white people come back and they say, I told you so. That's why we ran for the hills. <laughs> it, it, well, okay. Uh, as, as far as the, That's America. the white space concept, the whole them leaving and everything like that. Um, I, now they're coming back with gentrification. Exactly. So eventually they they, they they're going to come back to the planet. So after they leave, they're going to come back to the planet like a century yeah, later. Yeah, like 50 years after we fuck and up it'll, Earth. It'll be they'll a, come you, back and be like, and be like uh, they're yeah, gonna, we're going to fix this up for you. But it won't be for you guys. They're going to come back to a utopian society. Yeah. And they're going <laughs> to they're gonna fuck it up because if you really look at America, what America was, since we're talking about the American flag, that's what it was. You know, people knew how to take care of the environment. Uh, Native Americans... Well, I mean, this was a beautiful place, the way that they handled things. It's not like, oh, they showed up and it's like these people were beating each other with rocks uh, to death every second. Of course, we, there's going to be normal human conflict. We must help the savages establish order. They couldn't. They didn't know how to live here. And the Native Americans helped them live and showed them showed them how to farm. That's where they fucked up at. <laughs> that's where they fucked up at. So, so the I whole concept to, I, of of everyone just fucking everything up and they have to get away from it. It's on a lot of levels. People could argue that it's the opposite that they fuck up, that they are the disease that moves across the planet, fucks everything up, steals everything, destroys everything, and then Joey Burnham. Let me ask you a question, <laughs> Joseph. So, Jonathan Cran, you're saying that white people are the barbaric ones, not the minorities. Um, history, in the dark, in the history darkness. would. Would show. I'm just specifying and just just calling out a few facts. Now take take whatever you want from that. Uh, in the words of P Diddy, take that, take, take that. that, take that. Let me ask y'all a question. I have a question I have to ask you after you ask us a question. Um, no matter of fact, I ain't gonna ask no question. I'm just gonna say this because I feel like I'm being my words are being misconstrued in this bitch. I'm not saying I agree with Tommy Lauren or Lauren. I'm never Negro. Don't backtrack now. I'm not backtracking at all. Don't moonwalk out of this situation. I'm going to repeat what I said. I'm not saying that I agree with everything she says and that I love her and that she's like, fuck the. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I agree with Callan Kaepernick. I think more black people should do it. And I think black people should do it. I think white people should do it. If you have a problem with injustice in the United States of America, you should use your platform to try to bring about social change, whether it's your office or a field or a court. It don't matter. Don't matter what color you are. So I agree with what Callan Kaepernick did. Um, listening to her response to what Callan did. Um, Colin Callan. DJ Callan. <laughs> but listening to Tommy uh, uh, Lauren's response. I um heard a woman that is bullshitting like, the ill-informed citizens of America. That is what I like hear every time to, Biatch talks. To me, it sounds like she's saying, don't worry about white people because black people are the problem. That's what it sounds like she's saying. Exactly. And again, she made the small point about black people have problems in the community. Of course, I, I, I agree with that point. She made the point that America isn't perfect, but it's a good country. I, I overall, and I agree with that. It's not perfect, but we got our problems. But the overall sentiment of her speech was black people, the way I took it, black people are the problem in this country. Um, and I disagree with all that shit. That, that's what's fucked up about it. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Callan Kaepernick did what he was supposed to do in my eyes and I feel Hey, what'd you call him? What did you, what was that name you said? Well, I don't know how to say his name. That dude said Callan Kaepernick. Yeah, it changes. It changes from <laughs> it's Colin Kaepernick. It's Colin Kaepernick. I might have said it wrong too. DJ Callan. I don't know that nigga name. <laughs> Colin Copperfield. <laughs> David Duke said the great David Duke. No. But, uh, <laughs> but that that uh, uh, vanilla nigga um, stood vanilla up. Nigga. Well, he 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 stood up for his rights and he stood up for injustice 
by sitting down. And I really appreciate him doing that. And I'm going to stand behind him. And I think we all need to uh, uh, fight against injustice. Um, Black people have problems, but white people, you have problems, too. Yeah. Starting with Tommy Lauren. (laughs) You need to to get rid of her. You need to come to your senses. Google some things and find out some truth. These people are... um they they just they simply go on television, man, and they cause these issues. I don't even know if she really believes in the things that she's saying, but she knows what she, she has she to believe in what she has to say to get people's attention. That's what it's all about. When you talk about journalistic integrity, people don't have that anymore. So they're just she's like, okay, every single day, her producer, the people above her, they're like, you have to get in the you have to get in the news. You have to get people to watch because that's a new network. Sensational. What is it called? Like the uh, Blaze Network. And you know who the Blaze Network is um who started the Blaze Network? Who started the Blaze Network? Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Okay. So Glenn Are you Beck. You familiar with crazy ass Glenn Beck? Glenn Beck, yeah. Glenn Beck is his uh, is her boss. So I'm pretty sure she's in that office and she knows, okay, people aren't really watching right now. This is not like Fox News or MSNBC. They're struggling to get people to pay attention. I think they're online, if I'm not mistaken. I think the no, Blaze. No, I've seen, I've seen her on, um, let me see. I think the Blaze Network is online, isn't it? I'm not sure. It may be online. So they really need help. No, no. Yeah, but, he started the Blaze Network a few years ago um, when he left uh, When he left Fox News. he um, I don't know if his contract ended or he just. Yeah, I heard came. he was getting a little too Christian-y. Right. Even for Fox News. And he's not even, he's a. Um, He's a Mormon. Too Mormony. He was for getting Fox a News. little bit too Mormony for Fox News. He was getting too too religious. Yeah, I'll, I'll use that. Okay. Religious. But um too Mormony. I think <laughs> I'm sorry, Mormons. Yeah, yeah. But you're weird, but I would never disrespect you. Every, technically everybody's religion. Every religion everybody's is weird. religion is weird, including mine. So, you know, you use whatever you want to use to to enrich your own life, go ahead and do that. But anyway, I, worship, I don't. I don't respect I worship goats. I don't respect. That's weird enough on its own. What type of goats? Just regular nanny. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but the the last point I want to make, man, was that <laughs> that I don't respect people like that because I don't even think that she really truly believes what she's saying as much as it's about getting attention. It's about getting. For money. example, for example, um, I remember uh, Bill O'Reilly was interviewing Jenna Jameson. She was interviewing uh, or he was interviewing Jenna Jameson about uh, pornography, Internet porn and how it's destroying America or how it's it's offensive or it's non-Christian or whatever. And they had this back and forth conversation where they debated and went back and forth. And she really believed that he was anti-porn like that. He believed that she was filth and that, you know, he doesn't believe that it should be in the American home and all of this type of crap that he tries to sell. And after the interview, he was like, I'm a great fan of yours. Could you sign this for me? You're 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 one of my favorites. And she was like, whoa, like she she just figured out that it was is completely fake. Like this guy is selling. He knows what to sell. These people sell something. So I don't even know if she believes she's just some chick who's trying to get attention on that network, whether it's on radio, whether it's on um, the Internet, whether it's on television. She needs to get people to listen. But at the end of the day, the people that are listening are Trump supporters. The people that are listening are Tea Party members. The people that are listening are basically being brainwashed into this. We've basically been brainwashed and programmed into where we're at right now in America. And if Donald Trump actually does become president of the United States, it's kind of what we get. For stuff for Tommy Lauren, for Bill O'Reilly, for Rush Limbaugh, for Glenn Beck, for Sean Hannity, and all the rest of those crazies. That's those are the people they've been feeding for years. And so if we end up and it's, oh, there's a whole lot of other things that have gone to it. The re, there, if there's a really political reason why we've ended up with the crazies. Um it's got a lot to do with uh, mapping and, and, and stuff like that. That's a whole other conversation. But if we end up with Donald Trump for president, it's because they fed those people and they fed those people mis- if misinformation. And the thing that irritates me is now we have information. We walk around with information in our pockets. 
we don't i mean really honestly and truthfully now it's between google and god and honestly and truthfully you can get an answer quicker from google than you can god all you have to do like if there's no excuse for you to be misinformed there's no excuse for you to be dumb in this day and age when all you got to do is reach in your pocket pull out your phone and type into google yahoo bing or whatever else and get the information that you need nobody is fact checking or basically what we're doing right now is we're finding information that agrees with what we want to believe if i want to believe that eminem is a robot i can go on youtube and i can find some footage saying eminem is a robot and i can come back to y'all and be like yep i told y'all eminem a robot i told y'all when that's not that's not the truth at all people don't want the facts you're talking about propaganda. And people believe propaganda. It's, we're not even dealing with facts anymore. We're dealing with people swallowing bullshit. Well, I'm going to touch on something that Jonathan said. Um, Mr. Crane, you... Um, the master of fear. You mentioned that after the interview between... He ain't said that one time yet. You mentioned... <laughs> Let's pause for a minute. This nigga to cut off King in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I do that. My ass hurts. My ass hurts. Joe's ass hurts. Yeah. That's not a good one. That nigga said he can't twerk right. My ass <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you were talking about the interview with um Jenna Jameson and Bill O'Reilly. Where'd you get that information from where after the interview was over with? He's like, I'm a big fucking fan. That's what, she, that's what she claimed happened on her. Um, I think it was behind the the uh, Hollywood's true Hollywood stories. Damn it! I was really hoping her show was called Behind the Vagina or something. Behind. The, Damn it! <laughs> behind the vagina walls. <laughs> well, goddamn. Mm. And with that being said, I um, I believe that Bill O'Reilly. Stands behind everything he says. I believe that Tommy, uh, Lorraine, Lauren stands behind everything she says. Um, This is my point going in to this show. I'm the type of person I can agree to disagree with your point of view. This is America. I support your right. Like she said, I support your right to say what you want to say. I don't have to agree with it. I'm intelligent enough to sit down and listen to what you have to say, and I'm going to listen to it piece by piece. And if I agree with 50% of it, okay. If I agree with 100% of it, okay. But what I'm doing there, even if I end up not agreeing with what you say, what I'm doing is respecting your words and respecting your rights and being fair enough to give you the floor before I rebuttal and interject. It's about being open-minded enough to hear what the other person is saying and put yourself in that person's shoes. And after you get the proper information from their speech and talking, that's when you can say, well, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but I disagree with it. That's what America, we don't do that in America. America is more like you're black. I disagree with you. You're white. I disagree with you. And it's cool. If you disagree with somebody, you disagree. But it's like a, a wall that's put up. <laughs> it's a wall that's put up. We, we violently disagree with each other. There is no room for debate because there's always somebody like, I'm right, you're wrong, fuck you. Where it needs to be more like, I think, I disagree with what you're saying, but I, I respect what you're saying. Um, when it comes to Tommy Lauren, um, I do believe that what she says is ignorant inflammatory uh purposely done but as the old saying goes i will defend her right to say it yeah i will defend her right to be inflammatory to misinform because this is america on that same note you have the right to say what you want to say but i disagree with you especially when you're misleading people Especially, and I take it personally because, especially when you're speaking against my people. Yeah, I think Charlemagne made a good point. He went on her show at one point and he said that uh, you, 
she was complaining about receiving death threats. People were threatening to kill her for her opinion because it's ignorant. Um, and and he made a good point to her. And at that point, he said, hey, I've received death threats. You can't control people's reactions. You can say what you, whatever you want to say. But the reaction that you get, that's what you get. So if you say that, you know, you need to focus on the violence in your own community, but not necessarily talk about a, the bigger issue of why the violence is happening or the lack of opportunities or why the lack of opportunity it, it came about. It kind of seems like, OK, let's focus on this issue. But there's a much bigger issues that she may be familiar with that she's just completely ignoring. It's like, OK, maybe maybe that negative thing is going to happen. But then even when you say positive things, you, you're going to get a never, negative reaction because someone's always going to be on the opposite side. He was trying to tell her that, hey, you're going to have to be prepared for that. You know. So I, I as far as people do, I respect do I respect her opinion? Um no, I don't really respect her opinion. But like you guys were talking about, um, she has the right to make that opinion. It's America. Hey, let me ask but, you a question. But yeah, let me ask you a question. Uh, you touched on something. Uh, systematic racism. Do you think white people understand systematic racism? Because Tommy Lauren comes off like a person that has no fucking clue what systematic racism is and how it works. She really, I think if you talk to her about systematic racism, she'll hit you with the pull your boot, pull yourself up by your bootstrap situation. Shit. Yeah, a lot of people say that. A lot of people talk about pulling, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. And then they'll say, well, uh, go watch The Pursuit of Happiness. You see this? The Pursuit of Happiness, this guy, he didn't have a job. He did it. But that guy's one in a million. That guy's one in a billion that he could go from being homeless to being a CEO. But a lot of these folks, they say, well, if you just work hard, well, people are working hard. Well, if you just do this, well, people are doing that exact thing. There are unbelievable circumstances in comparison to the fact that you you a lot of people succeed. And this is of all races. This isn't just white people, but a lot of people succeed because of their environment. A lot of people fail because they're because of their environment. So in uh, this idea that all of these people, because it's for me, I think it's easy. It's very easy for I, I, if you're these people, you need a you need a reason to go to sleep and be comfortable. And it would be impossible for me to sleep and to deal with my existence knowing that I am that privileged and that, you know what? Yeah, I worked hard, but there's another guy who worked so, so much harder than I did. He just didn't have the opportunity. You know, his family just didn't expose him to anything. He, he didn't he didn't grow up and have the same opportunity. He didn't have the same situation. But people want to believe it was them. And to me, it's just it's really that. It's just really that situation. If I had if I was raised in a different situation, maybe I would have joined a gang or done something. But I just didn't grow up in an area where that was. I would have been murdered. Crane, stop line. You're black. I would have. You've joined a gang. (laughs) You sold drugs. You shot a gun. You've pimped. If I grew up in L.A. smoked crack. No. No, no, no. Don't don't sit here and lie. I have smoked crack. You're on the grown ass man hip hop show. I did. I did smoke crack. I, I smoke crack several times. Exactly. Because it's, that's what we do. That's we're black. And we, we don't. It, it's not. It, it's no one else's fault about the situation we're in. It's ours. <laughs> Ronald Reagan didn't put crack into the community. I think uh, I think the points that Joey Burnham sometimes makes, he, he talks about um, he wants a solution. So right. I, I can see he's he's a solutions oriented person. He acknowledges the systematic racism, but he's also like, how do we pull ourselves out of this? So that's that's kind of the point that he makes a lot of times. How do we pull ourselves out of this? Despite the fact that a lot of people have put us in these tough situations, it is the situation that it is. How do we move forward? I think that we're about 30 years away from that, 30 to 50 years away from that, because if you look at the timeline of slavery and when literally look at the fact that we ain't been out of slavery that long and we have not been officially free that long. I mean, really, it's only been 50 years since we've started to get our footing. So true, true, true freedom. I mean, so we were so caught free a long time ago, but it took us another 150 something odd years to get where we at right now. The Civil Rights Act was 1968. Exactly. 
and, and even before then, even before that's my mother's lifetime. My, I got a brother that's forty seven. See, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut y'all. Go ahead. But um, speaking to a bigger point, people need to realize that the bigger issue is not even race. We're fighting over nickels and dimes, but the bigger issue isn't even race. It's poverty. And everybody, you don't have to be black to be poor. You don't have to be white to be poor. You just got to be poor and disadvantaged to be poor. Systematic, systematic, it's not even about systematic racism. It's about systematic poverty at this point. If you look at the fact that America doesn't manufacture anything, we we barely make anything. That's why you have a whole class of people that work at Walmart. The biggest jobs, the biggest jobs, the biggest unskilled labor jobs in America are the prison system. That's a whole nother conversation. Walmart and fast food. The biggest unemployed group in America is not adults. It's actually teenagers. Why? Because you got grown-ass people working in restaurants. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's really about poverty. It's not about, it's not about race. But that's the bullshit that they feed us to keep our eyes off of what the real issue is. Joe, you was going to say something? No, I was just about to say, and it's it's kind of going away from the point you were just making. Um, but I was just going to say, I like to look at things in their totality. Um, I feel like you've got some white people putting wow. their foot oh, on our neck. Are evil. <laughs> 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 I, you've got... I choose my words carefully because, like I said, I like to look, I like to look at, at things objectively. I like to, like to look at things the way they're supposed to be looked at. And I feel sometimes you have to remove yourself from your blackness to find the answer. You pull yourself out of your skin? Like a fucking snake. Wow. And when I do that, that's when I start to see that there are some white people there are some conglomerates that have their foot on the neck of the minorities. And I also see that there are some black people that have their foot on their own necks mm. in a very contortionist mm. type of way. You said some shit right then. So you have pressure from the powers that be on top of minorities. And you have self-pressure if you will right self-imposed bullshit talk that shit put joseph, on top, joseph x joseph x put on themselves so that's the total picture i see because it's easy as a black person to say white people ain't shit and they're the reason why i'm fucked up and some of that is correct some some, some what percentage i don't know a percentage 90? <laughs> and that's the easy thing to say. You joke and it's funny as fuck. <laughs> but that's the easy thing to say is to just be like white people are why I'm fucked up. Right. And some of that is true. There's a kernel of truth in that. Maybe more than a kernel, but I don't think all of it is true. But the harder thing to say that's equally has some kernels of truth in it is that we fuck ourselves up too. Yep. Yep. And that's how I approach race. Um, Because I hear so many black people point their finger at the white man, which is what Tommy Lauren Lorraine, which that's the point she was trying to make. Her point was she made two points that I picked up on. It was probably more points. But one point she made that I picked up on was. Um. Black people are the problem in this country, so don't get mad at white people. Get mad at black people. That's bullshit. But the other point that she made um, that I agree with is at some point you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. That whole bullshit. So, again. What if you ain't got no damn boots? Then what the hell are you supposed to do? Now you got to buy some boots. Yeah. It's a motherfucker. So, But I, I'm saying a whole fucking lot. Um, my point is, 
I'm black. I ride for my black people. I ride for anybody who is going through bullshit and injustice. And uh, Callan Kaepernick, I support him. And I think more black people need to do it. And I think more people who want to fight against injustice of all races should do that shit. 49ers for Super Bowl champs. <laughs> it's kind of funny that Jim Harbaugh left, right? Remember, they got rid of Jim Harbaugh because they didn't fucking like him. They, they got rid of the dude just because they couldn't get along with him. He didn't have a great season, but they just they just kicked his ass out. Now they get rid of Jim Harbaugh. Everybody retires. Remember when all the 49ers retired, Patrick Willis retired, like all these different players just decided, ah, that, this is my last year. Now it's all it's all going to be Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick's fault. It's all going to be it's like he didn't want to stand for the American flag. And now we're losing like, no, you're losing because you lost. You had a good coach, took you to a Super Bowl. And if not for a blackout in the Super Bowl, you probably would have won it. Right. And right. now all of a sudden, this is just going to all turn on him or Blaine Gabbard or whoever. You know, it there's is. a conspiracy theory saying that he's doing all this so he can get out of his contract. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> that would be pretty brilliant. <laughs> Once again, I think that you now who now who's minute. gonna who's gonna sign him? I, you know, in a sick way, after all of this was happening, I wanted him to go to the Cowboys so bad ah. because it's America's team. I, I wanted like I needed that in my soul. America's I, team ain't gonna put that dude on. Like, I, you know what? I I don't think Jerry Jones gives a send fuck. Send him to the Panthers. I don't think Jerry Jones gives a shit. I think Jerry Jones be like, sign him up. I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, do you want? Do you notice that Americans tend to think that all the uh, biracial brothers and sisters have the ultimate uh, evil genius plan? You know, Barack Obama was biracial. Was supposed to be a secret Muslim who was supposed to, you know, get into the White House and and destroy America from within. And now the next conspiracy is that Colin Kaepernick, who is biracial, which would also make him a super genius, is doing all this Black Lives Matter flag stuff to get out of his contract. Isn't that just genius? You're giving people too much credit. But look, man, it's about time to get up out of here. Um, so what do we take from this, my brothers? Well, my take is that black people, we need to uh, step our game up and we need to do better. And for the white people that want to get in the way of that progress, get the fuck out the we way. We got AKs for you. <laughs> so, um, human beings. I got 30 clips for 90 hips. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that's how I feel. Human beings of all races, nationalities, creeds, beliefs, ideas, we all need to come together. It ain't going to never happen. But we all need to come together and stand up against bullshit. Pretty much. Um, and that's that's pretty much how I feel about it. Black people, get your shit right. Those who hate black people and want to keep them down at every turn, stop doing that shit. Simple, uh, merry way to explain 20, it. 2042. Uh, is the only thing I'm going to say to you, uh, white people, um, just Google that. I know you don't like to Google Anything but Desperate Housewives. I mean, Atlanta Housewives and basketball, uh, loving, uh, loving hip hop. But uh, Google twenty forty two, and you'll see. Jonathan Crane, Master of Fear. The NFL is full of shit, and they've always been about themselves. They're always they've the NFL pushes their own agenda, which is the NFL. And no matter what, there's so many ways that they could have handled this better. There's so many different ways that these NFL. They don't care if Colin Kaepernick, if he wins every game, let's be real. People are going to figure out a way to support this dude. They're going to figure out a way to let it go. If he was if he's 12 and four and they go to the Super Bowl again, everybody in San Francisco will be claiming that. He's oh, the new Muhammad Ali. <laughs> we can get a new flag. We don't need their flag. Exactly. Uh, Put Colin on it. So it, it all depends on winning. I think that he hasn't won recently, so that kind of adds to it. And then it's just the times. But Roger Goodell is a terrible commissioner. I just want to say that. I have to say something sports-oriented. Uh, uh, he's a terrible fucking commissioner. And um, he's he and the NFL, they haven't helped this. 
Um, to all my grown-ups, white and black, Google, Google is your friend. Use it. Don't just take people's word for it. Uh, fact, check, fact checked. Um, figure it out for yourself. Read. Don't always watch videos. And on that note, um, I am Lawrence G. And I am Joey Burnham. You are Jonathan Crane, the master of fear. Yeah, grownups, like we always say about this time, don't go out there and do no dumb shit like not Google because grown-ass men do grown man shit. We out. The Grown-Ass Man Hip-Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Trammell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast? What?